0: We are back. GPS to God. We are glad that you are back with us. We're going to get this thing rocking and rolling. Daniel Sanders, Stefano Patterson, Ryan Gotro, Ty Dean back with us live and in person, not just on the phone. That's right. He's got a shirt he wants to show off. Yep.
1: Absolutely. My one-year anniversary gift.
0: We're going to get this in full view of the camera, no microphones blocking. It is a T-shirt that says, I heart Savannah. Yep. And if you don't know, that is the name of his wife. She's been on here before. Check out those episodes, uh, life hacks. That was he a told good me one.
2: he had that shirt customly made for him.
1: <laughs> no, we were walking downtown. The show Savannah. was true love. We actually just walked past the Forrest Gump bench. Well, nice. the bench isn't there anymore, but really? the spot because they where they filmed it. They they put a bench there. Like that's not an actual bus stop where they. So they put a bench there, and they actually put it in like a bed of what is a bed of flowers now and looks like it would have been still like the way it's kind of the square is kind of built it looks like they just threw a bench there and kind of cleared out an area for it so we walked past that spot and then on a window she saw like one of those like trendy gift shop from savannah gift shops and it said i heart savannah inside or something like that and I, she was like i'm getting that and i was like okay <laughs> sure thing but you thought it was for her and she was like nope joke's on you <laughs> it's for you
2: i'm getting you that <laughs>
0: I, I was gonna ask did you get one or two like is, is, you just have one no for it's that? just yeah it's just okay. one just yeah. all right there you go yeah. but uh man Double meaning. we got that going on we got lots going on here we're glad you're back with us we're gonna wrap up the book of james tonight part two of two and uh, we'll get to that here shortly. But first, you know, check us out on Instagram. Go to YouTube. Check us out on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Tell somebody else you know, love, like, or don't like. Tell them to go check it out. Let them subscribe to it as well. You can email us mailroom at gps2guide.com. Yep. Now, something a little, I don't know what, I don't know what. how to describe it yet. We'll describe it after it takes place. But Ty brought. A bag full of challenge with him today. A bag full of challenge.
1: It's the Flaming Hot Cheetos, but it's their Carolina Reaper uh, edition. It's a new thing they're doing. So me and Savannah saw these, and we got them, and we tried them, and then she was like, you need to bring that on the podcast and let them decide what they think.
3: So um, I, I was told
1: you? not to say anything, just yeah. let y'all try it. OK, that's, uh, but
3: that's you've tried, good. tried. I have them. tried these. Yes, you have. I, I like okay.
0: that. Let's go with that. I will tell you if I heart Savannah or not here in a few minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are we allowed to at least ask if he liked them or not? Not
2: details. No, to I, 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 I he said everything said he's going to say. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Deal.
0: But yeah. before we're letting this tension build here in the moment. Ryan, you eat hot stuff. I know you yeah. eat hot stuff. Fano, yeah. do you eat or like hot stuff, no. spicy stuff? No, I no. Do not. All right, but I mean, are I, you willing to try it?
4: Yeah, I guess.
0: Peer pressured into it. I do sure. like spicy stuff to a to an extent. Yeah, like I'm not trying to burn my tongue off. Teaser, we're going to be talking about some burning tongues later there when we go. wrap up the <laughs> book of James. Segue into James through this. What is that jam. you
4: got right there? Don't
0: it's don't a know. roll of paper towels. So I, I don't know about these <laughs> things. <so> we're going <laughs> to <laughs> hand out some paper towels here for these flaming <laughs> hot Cheetos. He said, so What's that contraption? Final thought I brought this, some food too. Like he's like, He's got a roll right there, or something man? over there. I don't know what we're going to need for these uh,
4: Dude, get me one,
0: Carolina Reapers. Final said, The one. Get them one. You need that that one right there, then. <laughs> yeah, that big fat one. I smell hot. <laughs> Carolina. <laughs> they, they smell, they when, you, smell. when I
1: opened the bag, I was like, wow, that is. He, he took a smell I and was. started running
0: noses. I'm not nose eating I'm these. Carolina these. Reaper okay. Cheetos. Crunchy Cheetos, which are my favorite. <sighs> and Ty, oh, while the three of us eat, you're going to have to carry the commentary here. All right. Are we going at the same time? I has got his water ready. It, it is a little. Uh, yeah, get your, get your waters ready. Yeah. I mean, I was going full on.
2: It definitely has a different smell than the regular yeah. Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Yeah, it
0: does. It oh is. Uh, goodness gracious,
1: it's, man. It's interesting. All yeah, right.
0: Okay. Y'all ready? You ready? One, two, three. All that chewing in the microphone. If you yep. hate that sound, mute it. I want them to get the full experience in the listening audience. I like the flavor of it. They definitely have a little more of a punch. Mm. It it comes in light at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I think it's probably going to build, but I'm going for number two.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good.
1: So when we bought these, not bad. I was like, oh, sweet. That's that's
2: what I was that's what
3: I was going to
1: say. Yeah, that's going to say. So I, we bought those, and I saw Carolina Reaper, and I love trying hot stuff. So mm. I was like, oh, let's go. I'm going to get this bag. I opened it up at home. We sat there, and I was like, I tried it. And I was like, what is this? Cause it's not hot. It's like They're more sweet than hot. It's not hot. It's not flaming hot Cheetos. Like yeah. when you think of flaming hot Cheetos, you're like, okay, it's right. hot. So then I saw Carolina Reaper and I was like, oh, this is even hotter. So I went to try it. I went back and looked at the bag, it said sweet. And I looked at the fan. I was like, these are <laughs> terrible. I was like, I
0: do not like these at all.
2: They have a bit of And she was like, what do, do you mean?
0: It does build. Kick. It builds, but it is a very good but flavor.
2: I think it's a great flavor. The sting kind of sticks around a little longer than it the does. other ones. I just got stung. But it's
0: it's I think it's
2: something. You <laughs> I know, just you got can,
0: stung. You can eat several of them, you know, four, five, six of them, be fine. It builds yeah. a little. You take a drink and you go back for more. There, we're gonna have to put these up, or I'll be crunching on these Yeah, yeah. The next You hour. can keep them because I didn't like them and neither did oh, I'm taking them so. home if you say I can keep them. <laughs> you can. Me and Ryan will split them.
1: Yeah. I, I prefer Fano. the hot over the sweet. Fano will get two more and he'll be good. No, I I'm, I'm think I'm See, good. See, for Doritos, I, I
2: like the the sweet chili whatever, the purple yeah, bag. I don't, I don't like the I love bag. those, and that's that's kind of that same yeah. criteria, I think. Spice, I like, but
1: has a nice little sweet. You know those tingles. wings? Some places have wings that are hot, but they also have like a sweet heat to it. I don't, yeah. I'm not a sweet
0: heat fan. Like, I'd rather mm, just be okay. hot. I like the sweet heat sometimes. There's a, yeah. I think it was Lay's brand, maybe potato chips, and they have a sweet southern heat barbecue or something I like that. I do
1: like barbecue, like buffalo barbecue. I like that mix, but mm. I don't know. Something about just, I don't know, sweet and heat. I don't know. It's just,
0: yeah. Well, since we're on the topic of food, we'll throw out another debate. You know, Cheetos, if you want to be a sponsor of the show, <laughs> Mailroom at gpstheguide.com. We would love to sponsor all your flavors. Uh, this one's free. The next one will cost you. I mean, y'all just came out with a movie. You need some sponsorship. Let's go. Just in case you're Send listening. Send it out. I got asked this question by our friend, friend of the show, Amanda Mundy. Is right. peanut butter sweet or savory? Oh. I'm gonna, I'll let you guys define, answer. Define savory. Uh,
4: what else do you consider? Yeah. What else do you consider? Savory? I think
0: savory would be... Like salty or... No, not okay. salty. Um, uh, non-dessert taste. Non-dessert flavor. Not sweet. Uh, so like it, if you watch a Gordon Ramsay show, you know, savory would be steak or potatoes or vegetables. Anything that's not a dessert sweet flavor. Mm. I think that's how Amanda was posing the question. So is peanut butter sweet or savory?
4: I don't think it's necessarily savory. I don't know what category it falls in, but it's for me it's not sweet.
1: Not sweet? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's exactly I what it's very, I mean, I think it's I a very fine I one.
4: I don't know what the category that it's that it's in. I just I just I don't think a peanut butter is.
1: I think I go more adult. savory than sweet. Yeah, I would lean savory, but I wouldn't it's not savory, definitely not sweet. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, I went sweet. Mm. I went sweet with with it when the group we were in when she first asked this question, she was outnumbered like 5 to 1, something like that. Mm. Every person I've asked since then and it's been several, they all say savory. They're like, "Oh, it's not sweet at all." Savory. So, mean, the, I, so, the group you asked in, everybody said it was sweet. Everybody but Amanda. Amanda that wow. said it was savory. Hmm. And I was like, You're out of your mind. It's sweet. And I guess peanut butter and jelly to me is kind of sweet. Well, wouldn't the jelly be the sweet part?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, but it's jelly a combo. Is sweet. Yeah, but still, like, I still register in my brain peanut butter, peanut butter as sweet. Have you asked Dawn that question? I don't, I don't know if I've asked Dawn. We, she, see, she likes peanut butter pie and that kind of like We like, can call her. A mm. fr- but,
2: like frozen peanut butter pie or whatever kind of thing. But I relate
0: so. peanut butter to. Desserts, candy, yeah. like all this, all this candy, and like oh. uh, um, I, I don't know. To me, peanut butter is sweet. Now, I, I she said, "Well, if you just get a spoonful of peanut butter out of the jar, yeah, yeah. that's what I was like, thinking. That's not yeah. sweet. That's I, was like, what I
4: was thinking, yeah, that's that's what I, I mean. Yeah, that's how I'm gauging it.
0: And there, there is like a peanut butter sauce that goes on food and stuff like that. Like I get it, but to me, it's still just I, I, I said sweet, and I have been vastly outnumbered since... It's okay to be wrong. I, <laughs> I didn't say I was wrong. I said I was outnumbered. <laughs> Just so. hang out with those people you were yeah. in, in the Every, beginning. Yeah. Be fine. Everybody else said I was wrong. Good but shot. Did that go in? Good shot. Ryan shoot, shot his uh, paper towel across the room. That's that that's at least 10 feet. Nice. I saw it hit the wall, but then I lost it's it with the elbow. It was, it was perfect. Back, it, it went in. it's was perfect. What do you think? Is peanut butter savory or sweet? We're going to put that on Instagram poll. Can you do that? Is that something you can do? You can we'll do figure that. it out. Right. you can do that. I, I threw that out there as a promise, and then it's like, uh-oh. I need to make sure that's possible.
1: I'm pretty sure we I've will heard attempt that.
0: Yeah. very, Simple. very strongly at
1: doing it. You can do multiple multiple choice questions. You can do a 50 50 poll, or you can do. Yeah, we're going to put a poll. Comments questions. We would like to
2: introduce our newest Instagram person. <laughs> hey, I will take it. over.
1: Oh, don't say God. that. I will give it to you if you, <laughs> you offer that. We got to uh, cut these cut these episodes.
0: Cut some clips out. Put post them on <laughs> Instagram. There we go, our new social media director, Mister Ty Dean. <laughs> All of a sudden, you only see like his dogs on the on there, and
1: <laughs> just turns into mine. Is yes. it a podcast
2: or <laughs> yeah. is this about dogs? Yeah. Which one is it? It's a fashion show. He, they're posting. <laughs> While they're our talking I Heart about games
1: tonight. Here's yep. what my dogs are doing. Yep.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of tongues, look <laughs> at this one. This I Heart Savannah shirt. Where did they? <sighs> But, uh, all right, peanut butter, <laughs> sweet or savory, we'll see. But, yeah, I mean, I just relate it to sweet stuff, so that's where I went with it. Savannah's mom
1: would, no, would be a good person to ask. She will eat peanut butter for, like, every meal of the day.
4: Mm.
0: She loves peanut butter. I'll take peanut butter. If I have oatmeal, not every time. I don't eat oatmeal much, but the little packets, you know, that you just microwave, you take a, like, spoonful of peanut butter and throw on that bad boy and mix it in, that's good stuff. Good stuff. Mm. Apples and cinnamon oatmeal. Throw that in there. It's like a candy bar. Never been a fan Ooh. of any kind of oatmeal. Mm. I like.
1: Um, I didn't like oatmeal, but cream of wheat. I'll do cream of wheat. It's, I mean, it's almost like it is almost, but it's same. not. I will do cream of cre- wheat too. Cream of wheat is
0: not as sweet unless you add sugar and stuff. Sugar. We get yeah. the. Uh, yeah.
1: We would get the maple syrup cream of wheat. Mm. Kind. So
0: speaking
2: of peanut butter, have y'all ever tried peanut butter that's like a different than a peanut? Like I'm almond think.
1: butter. Or like almond butter, or you know, it's just terrible. any other. Hated it. I, I always thought I'd try to make cashew. I don't think I've had it. Anything. I
2: love cashews, and I was always curious. What if if it would taste good as a as a butter? As a
1: butter, <laughs> it's like. Well, you know how they're making like every nut milk. Mm-hmm. Like, what if they just started making every nut peanut butter? Yeah. Hmm? Started up. Pistachio butter.
2: I mean, I'm just saying. I like
1: pistachios, but I don't know if I would like pistachio butter.
2: Mm. Yeah, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's Kroger or Walmart, one of those, but you could go and they'd almost be like a candy dispensers of all the different nuts, and you can go and make your own butter with it. Might have to try that.
0: So we have a new social media director, and Ryan has a new business venture. So be on the lookout for. Yep. Uh, it's a lot the GPS, Just, the God umbrella of companies.
4: Barely getting started here, and looking at all the stuff we're uncovering.
0: Yeah, and we got to get Instagram into the book of polls. James here it's in a, a whole, second. A, guys, Oh, parent, we're supposed to, it's it's the supposed the to be doing company. a book of James? Okay. <laughs> but before we get into that, let's see if Miss Dawn Gotra will answer the phone. When's the last time she was on the podcast? It's been a long time. Mom jokes. What?
2: No, we had Christmas oh. since then. She doesn't like Christmas the podcast. Was. She doesn't like being on She likes the podcast, but...
1: I don't... She, it's probably my fault not inviting her. Yeah. Oh, okay, but she would come like she's not like i think yeah, so i, I think she was not like christy who she's like <laughs>
2: no. oh no no you got a better way better chance you got a 75% chance that she'll come on before christy she would kick
0: ryan out he had to take the kids but yeah that yeah. that is truth
3: your call has been forwarded to Man. an automatic voice message no no chance. nothing like
4: getting stood up you think she'll call mm-hmm. back Ryan? or does she know what's up
2: i mean you would i mean i would think that she'd be like well they're on the podcast why are they calling me right. we'll find out we're yeah.
1: That's what I thought when I got a call. I was like, why is Daniel calling me? And then I was like, What oh I looked at I saw what time it was and I was like, I wonder if some sort of Yes. I was like, and the I answers, always watch yes. watch slash listen to episodes where <laughs> it's call and nobody answers. I was like, I can't be that guy.
4: We appreciate your contribution, though, as always. As then always. then I was blindsided. I just <laughs> I just text her. That you are,
0: you are blindsided by me, and that's why he's in studio today to defend himself more. <laughs> but we appreciate you had great insight being blindsided, put I had, on the spot had, in uh, the
1: moment. I had some clarity like five minutes later, and I was like, "I, nah, I can't call back. I don't want to call you back." Should have <laughs> have <laughs> you should, should have. <laughs> no, it's all good. <awkward. laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I, it's not like I, what I think I said was wrong. It was just like, oh, I had another like point. Or yeah, like yeah.
0: Oh, man, it's like that's the George Costanza. You think about it after you leave. That was the comeback. We're coming back to the book of James. We started last week. We went through the first two chapters. Today we're going to go through the rest of the book, which is chapters three, four, and five. Maybe you read ahead this week, and uh, we hope so, and that you get something out of this, whether you did or not. So this, uh, man, I was convicted a little bit in in this uh Chapters three through five. A little. The entire <laughs> book is... It, it is a good book, but it's it's definitely convicting. You want to hear a funny
1: uh, James story? I know we're trying to get into it. But uh, in second grade, you know, you have to take AR tests. Every book has AR points. And mm-hmm. you have to take yeah. tests on the book you read to... Do they still do
2: that now? Like, does Eli... Uh, I, does, is Eli old I enough think so. to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think
1: he does. Um, he doesn't like to read as much as me and my siblings did. Yeah. So <laughs> But, yeah, they still do it. So... I found out in second grade that the books of the Bible were on the AR system. No. And they, yeah. And so I was like, well, that's awesome. So I was like going to go out and get – get, I was like, what book could I read? And I was like, I want to find a short one. And I looked at James. I was like, oh, it's three pages. And so I went and I took – the AR test was five five questions. I got a two out of five. Nice. Uh, I don't think I remembered anything. I think he it failed complete, James completely – I completely guessed. I was in second grade. Like, no way I knew what this was saying. Like, I was just reading it to read it. Like – But my Uh, teacher was like, I had read like Harry Potter, so I'd had all the points already. So she was like, I mean, go for. But she asked me, she's like, Are you sure you went? Like, do you like? It's gonna hurt your score. Like, you. She didn't. I was (laughs) like, Oh yeah, it's fine.
0: It's (laughs) fine.
2: Bringing down the batting average. I didn't take Harry Potter tests until (laughs) (laughs) I was a senior because I knew they were gonna give me a lot of points to go on this big trip. (laughs) There you go.
0: (laughs) Final, and I did not have those options when we were in school. Ar reading was. They just had stone and chisels, right? That you had to read.
4: Didn't man. No, just had to. The book and I mean, pencil had, and the piece of paper. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> you just you just wrote it all out, I guess.
0: You Got to read the Scarlet Letter this week, and then <laughs> we, we had to read the Scarlet Letter. letter. <laughs> we had to read the Scarlet Letter.
4: That was To Kill a Mockingbird.
0: Yeah. yeah, I read that. That's one, my yeah. favorite book. Of Much all time. better than the yeah. Scarlet Letter. I mean, <laughs> if we're sure. being honest here. <laughs> For sure. Go with To Kill a Mockingbird. Yes, yes it's yes. a great book. Yes. Got to see that but on a school field trip. We read the book and then like later nice. in the year we went to watch it, nice. like watch a play of oh, cool. uh, To Kill a oh, yeah. Mockingbird. Not oh, not yeah. a Scarlet Letter, to Kill a yeah, Mockingbird. That would, be... <laughs> that would be a little <laughs> that would be a little heavy. Bunch of elementary <laughs> a little heavy. Field
4: that would be a little, oh, little
0: heavy. All right. So yeah. the book of James, uh, it might help you deal with some of that, maybe not. But Taming the tongue. Let's Ooh. get into chapter three and uh Chapter 3 starts off talking about um, not many of you should become teachers. Speaking of teachers of the Word, teachers of the faith, and that's pretty uh, direct to the point and against what many of us feel like our abilities could be in general life. We all want to be the one who's teaching, the one giving advice. We want to be the one in charge. We want to be the expert. And James comes out and says, most of y'all should not be doing that. Greater responsibility. Greater responsibility. Um, and and it says you're going to be judged more strict mm-hmm. than, than non-teachers. This kind of was, to me, a, a confliction point a little bit. Um, so I'm just going to ask you guys the question that popped in my head. Who are teachers? Who are supposed to be teachers? That was when Who, I first read that, just like. like People-wise. People-wise, like, okay.
2: yeah. Like, oh, see, I went, I went straight the Bible answer. I'm thinking the saints of our church, like the people that have had the experience. They kind of had that, they know the rights and wrongs that we maybe haven't seen
0: yet. Well, I'll tell you where I, like, I had that question, and then what popped in my head was, uh, you know, go and make disciples. We have the Great Commission to go and make disciples. How am I going to go make disciples if I'm not being a teacher for those people? So I went back. I did a, a little flip through back to the book of Matthew. A cross-reference. A little cross-reference action. Matthew 28, 19. And this is the Great Commission. Jesus is talking, and he says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. But... So I realized, like, there it is. It's, he says, go teach them. But who was he talking to? Anybody know? Everyone. I in mean, that, he in that conversation, disciples. he was talking to the disciples. Right. So I started in verse 19. If you back up to Matthew 28, verse 16, he's talking to the 11 disciples it's a select group. He was not preaching that in now we're, we're we're being very topical with this study, so we're we're speaking in generalities here, but yeah. he was not preaching, you know, like the sermon on the mount to 5,000 people all this stuff. He was talking just to his disciples in this great commission. So it was yes, go and teach people, but it was a select number of people that were going to be those teachers.
4: But I think now that includes everyone.
0: Yes, I, I th- believe. I think sharing your faith includes everyone. We all need to share yeah. our faith, right. but we don't all need to be teachers. I think this it, it, it's 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 one of those tricky points of the Bible, right? That it's like uh, it's not contradictory, but it's you know there's yeah. levels that you go. So, share, everyone should share their faith, but teaching. Uh, it, it, I guess it's like that's why I kept coming back to the question. Well, who are teachers? What are te- that kind of thing?
1: I would say discipleship and leadership teaching somewhat go hand in hand, but they're mm-hmm. also separate. And so I would think this is referring here to like an official teaching capacity, whether that be a pastor, yeah. an elder, or a Sunday school leader, yeah. whoever you are. And then I would look to First uh, and Second Timothy and Titus, where it describes. Pastors, elders, and teachers mm. in the church of who should become a teacher. That's, yeah.
0: that's where I would go. Yeah. And that's just the first verse there in James. And I mean, we're, oh, uh, James chapter three, rather. But the, uh, yeah, I mean, this was, I, I was in it from the start, fellas. Jumped right in. Jumped right in. And then we get into uh, some talk, like we teased earlier uh, your tongue, and it can get you into trouble. And the, you know, gives descriptions about a, a, uh, a bridle for a horse controls the entire uh, or a bit controls the entire horse's body. A small ship's rudder can take a ship through stormy seas, through, you know, a big giant boat, um, all this kind of stuff. Uh, but our tongue is a small member. Uh, verse number five, the tongue is a small member, uh, yet it boasts of great things Another example, it gave a small spark, small flame can set a forest on fire. And then verse number six, the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue set us, uh, set among our members, staining the whole body, setting it on fire uh, the entire course of life, and it is set on fire by hell. That that stood Hmm. out to me pretty much, like your tongue... Set on fire from hell itself. So, the, uh, you know, you are uh, spewing falsehoods against God. You're speaking for Satan, not speaking for God. This is a quick side note. Back to verse 5.
1: Does y'all's Bible have the word see, is the S in bold? Um, like it says, see how great a forest is set aflame by such a small fire or spark.
0: Mine just says how great a forest. So it doesn't say C. No. Nope. Hmm.
1: No. I'm reading two different versions here. I think this is NASB and this is amplified maybe. And they both have C and the S is bold. C is not bold, but the S is bold.
0: Hmm. Yeah. This this might be a misprint. This Bible might be worth money here, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean but it's
1: in it's in other ones too. I don't know.
0: Yeah, mine. Mine just says how great. It doesn't have C. One what's, what's another version
1: we can check out?
0: See with King James. Go. Go with the traditional. Behold. Behold. Mm. That's a good word that I don't use.
4: King James.
0: No, behold. Yeah. No. Yeah.
4: King James. Word, he doesn't say the, got the got word King James got, very often. It's got a lot of words. <laughs> King James <laughs> have a lot. King James have a lot yeah. of words that we don't.
0: I guess it's just these two.
1: Used naturally,
4: I guess.
0: But going back to the tongue, uh, it talks about every kind of beast and reptile, sea creatures. We have tamed all of those, but we have not yet been able to tame our own tongue. Verse number eight, it is a restless evil full of deadly poison. Your tongue is a restless evil. It never stops. It is always being um, in motion full of deadly poison. We bless our father and our Lord with it. And then we curse people. This was another biggie. We curse people who are made in the likeness of God. Hmm. Uh, So, I mean, that's kind of talking about enemy. You know, I I think that's not about friends, but um, it could be, but still you're going to bless God with it and then turn right around and, you know, curse someone else. Uh, talk bad about someone, and that person is made in the image of God the same as you are.
2: This might be the complete wrong thing, but the first thing that popped in my head was bullying. Just thinking of you could be the smallest person or the biggest person, but that you, as long as you have a tongue and you can speak, you can go and I mean, I'm just thinking about schools these days and people getting
0: behind computers or whatever and just being bullies. Yeah. But you know, it goes back to the be slow to speak, slow to. Anger kind of stuff. So I mean, it's we all know these phrases, these verses, these right things to do, but we still can't tame our own tongue. And one of the things I I was reading is that you know, it your true nature is going to come out in the things you say. You can pretend with your actions a little bit, but fig trees don't produce olives, and yeah, uh, Mm -hmm. the nature of something is going to reveal itself if you give it enough time to act naturally, uh, and negativity, hate, you know, they continue to come from our, from our mouths. Um, even though we might pretend or put on a face, put on a show of being a good person, doing something good. And then we turn around and we've just been pretending. We turn around and curse somebody, talk bad about somebody, um, even maybe about God, you know, talking bad about, about
1: God. I think uh, at verse seven, when it's talking about, you know, for every species of beasts and birds of reptiles and uh, creatures of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by the human race, but no one can tame the tongue. Like you think, like well, when I was training my dog, like it it was pretty easy to train the dog. You know, like he uh, took him a couple weeks, but he got to go out to the bathroom and where you know when where to go, when to when he's going to eat, you know, sit, stay, commands and all that stuff. But then you go to think about, well, what about those, like, reptile trainers? Like, it's hard to train. I would imagine it's hard to train and tame reptiles. Or then it goes to sea creatures. Like, I couldn't imagine being at SeaWorld and trying to tame, like, killer whales, you know? So, like, imagine how hard it is to tame those animals. It's like, we've done it, but you can't tame the tongue. And it's, like, it's tiny and it's, like, a part of you, like it's one thing that you would think like, oh, that's easy. But it's saying like, no, we've, t- we've tamed all these other things that are extremely difficult to tame, except the tongue.
0: And it's mm-hmm. something everyone has, you know, it's not, uh, everyone's familiar with it. Everyone uses it in the same way. Yep. And none of us are able to tame it. Everyone
4: has been guilty of blessings coming out. But then again, a harsh word, The Bible in the commentary talks about gossiping, criticizing, things I've definitely been guilty of.
0: Skip on down to verse number 13. This goes back to uh, um, kind of the beginning of the chapter a little bit, but we're talking about wisdom, who is wise, and understanding among you. It's kind of going back. This part, uh, verse 13 through 18, is kind of talking about who should be teachers, these are the people who should be teachers, kind of echoes back to that a little bit, the people who are wise, uh, the people who are seeking God's wisdom and who are being meek in the world, which is a hard thing to do. That's not a word many of us use often either, but, I mean, when you hear the word meek or meekness, pretty small. The the visual I kind of get in my head is, you know, someone who's small, going to let anybody else, Lord over them, command over them, have their way, whatever. But those who are wise, Solomon asked for wisdom. He could have had anything else. I mean, he had to have some kind of wisdom to even ask that. But Solomon asked for wisdom. But, uh, you know, I think wisdom is more than just education. It's more than book knowledge. It's your actions. What are you doing? How are you living? Um, you know, action, speech, meekness, humbleness, uh, that kind of thing.
4: Verse 14 talks about just things of this world, like envy, bitter envy, selfish ambition, where that comes from. Just reading through that, I mean, those types of things are glorified as far as earthly, Mm. earthly perspective.
0: Yeah, I think there's earthly wisdom and heavenly wisdom for sure. You know, there's two kinds of wisdom. And where is your focus? What are you? Yeah. Which one are you seeking? Are you seeking earthly wisdom or heavenly wisdom? And that earthly side is jealousy and selfless ambition, and uh, you know all the self-seeking, self-serving things that we do.
4: That is promoted (coughs) in society. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's (laughs) It's, it's absolutely.
0: I mean, it's. (laughs) Uh oh. Dawn, hello. Thank you so much for calling back. We, 18
3: we, minutes later
0: hey that yeah. that is fine that is going. that was
2: the longest 18 minutes we're still hour. going
0: that is 18 minutes uh-huh. we didn't faster start. Than we've waited people. until you called back. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know we've been on pause for go the ahead last re, go ahead record now
3: baby if yeah. someone would have told me that then i would have called back way sooner oh i
0: see where we fall near priorities we were just talking about selfless ambition and we, we were teasing so we we have a poll question and we wanted to get you involved See what you think. Peanut butter. Are you a fan of peanut Uh, butter?
3: I do like peanut butter, yes. Okay.
0: Is peanut butter sweet or savory?
3: It depends on what it's with.
1: No, we just need an answer. One or the other. (laughs) Peanut butter by itself. If you just... You, the, it, what the question is? Peanut don't, butter. Don't think about things you put with it. A scoop. It of of peanut butter on a spoon. I,
0: I think this <coughs> this poll might be being tainted in some way. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> feel free
2: to give an answer.
3: If I'm gonna eat peanut butter, I don't know. I'd probably say it's a sweet. I don't know. That's a hard one. You,
0: Why? Why do you think it's sweet? You and I can hang out anytime, Dawn, Because uh, me and you are the only ones that think it's sweet. Stop you hurting my child done? in the background.
3: I don't well, you know, she loves the car seat. Um <laughs> when I think of well I ain't peanut butter, it's just sweet. It's not you know, think of like like people will think like meat and stuff is savory. I don't think of a peanut butter being savory like that.
0: I'll talk to you when you I, get home. Uh, this, this is this is definitely not the correct answer. Yes. Don, you are so right that it just <laughs> it's hurting Ryan right now. He is being selfish, selfish, and uh, he's
3: being salty. Is what it sounds like. Salty, yeah,
1: yeah. He's not being sweet
0: or savory. He's not. No, no, not no, being not. sweet or he's got savory.
3: Another category he's so
0: well, thanks for calling in. <laughs> no problem. Uh, Don, have a great night, and uh, thank you in all, in all sweetness and honesty. Thank you for calling back and taking part in the. You're, you're the deciding no, no. vote. We're going to go with you. <laughs> That's great, too. Three to two. We're kind of math working
4: out
2: over there?
0: Well, she's got two kids in the in the back seat that are going to yeah. vote with her. So make that uh, four okay. three. <laughs> Good grief! All, right. all, right. all right, thanks, Don.
3: No problem. Talk to you later. See Bye. Ya. See ya. Bye.
0: We needed a break after talking bad about ourselves and <laughs> oh, well. tongue and our <laughs> earthly <laughs> ambition. So Whew.
2: don't think you are you, you gonna
0: leave that right in the middle oh, like yeah, that. Of yeah, course. that's awesome.
1: Why I, not? I think uh getting back to it, just jump right back in. Yeah. I think it's this is a good um I mean James obviously he the way he wrote it, he wrote it on purpose. But like, you know, saying like don't become teachers. Like don't like don't mm. one one because you're going to be judged to a different standard, but two because the tongue is so hard to tame. And how do you teach with the tongue? Mm. Mm. And if anything uh, that isn't from God comes out of your mouth, then that is going to be judged much more harshly than someone that is not a teacher. That's and a so good, it's a good, good um, just kind of good segue yeah
0: between, and all rolls between, together yeah yeah
1: because sometimes uh-huh. we can get so focused on well this chapter's here and this chapter is here but it <laughs> like these chapters and verses weren't in the original print so you uh-huh. just if you're just reading this as like a letter right you know, i mean you're gonna see like oh yeah that connects here that that connects mm-hmm. back to what you're saying here yeah. and it's just a very good like uh it provides a good uh, illustration of like hey this is why, like, I'm not just telling you don't become a teacher because I don't want you to. It's like, no, one, you're judged to a higher standard, and two, it's extremely difficult. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you don't have the wisdom from heaven, you have the earthly wisdom, and you start use if that starts kind of coming into your speech, yeah. then that's a big problem.
0: Great way to summarize all that. Put it together in a nice, neat package.
4: Unspiritual, demonic is what my, verse 15, such wisdom does not come, down from above, but it's earthly, mm-hmm. unspiritual, demonic. Mm-hmm.
1: It says earthly, natural, demonic.
0: Mm-hmm. We we want to use that in terms of like food or something like that. Oh, this is all natural and it's good for you, but it all natural can be I think very well, I bad think of, for you as well. I think of like spiritually.
1: Well, yeah, obviously natural is like coming from the earth, so it's mm-hmm. earthly. But like, I think of like an athlete, you look at him and he's like, Oh, he's a natural. Like it comes easy to him. Mm. And so what is natural in this is the wisdom that is from earth. It yep. comes easy. That's like right. the heaven earth sense. the heavenly wisdom, the wisdom that Solomon had to ask for. Yeah. That's
0: that's a little bit harder to gain. Yeah. Um, and, and that earthly wisdom that comes easy puffs us up, makes us conceited. Right. We right. get worldly praise. Oh, I'm doing the right thing then because everybody's loving what I'm doing. Right that's taken you further away from God, potentially. Yeah.
1: Which is a big thing that leads us into pride, Yes. what a lot of James is focused on, too. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and that rolls straight into chapter 4, uh, what causes evil? What causes you to fight the quarrels and stuff that you have among yourselves? What causes that? What causes the evil and the crime in the world or the evil and the crime within us? Uh, we have a war in our own body, mind, spirit, you know, passions. We have passions waging war against us. Uh, and it says that also in the verse one there of chapter four, is it not that what causes the quarrels? Is it not this, that your own passions are at war within you? That we, we have, a, a, you know, our own body, our own mind, our own spirit is fighting against its, itself, themselves. We want the things of God, but our body betrays us, and is chasing the things of the world or our mind right. or whatever it is yeah
1: listening to the uh Francis Chan that you mentioned earlier, like what he talks about here is like not only is it talking about like actual like fighting and quarrels here, but like when you it comes to prayer, this is a good mm-hmm. passage on how to pray because like you um. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives. And, you know, you take that and think, oh, well, what, am I, what does my prayer life look like? Is it me? Like, it might be what I'm saying might sound good and might be good. But it might be like, God, give me this, or I help me be strong here, or do, let me do what? Because it's all me. Give me, help me. like. But he said, hey, our prayers need to be God- Let me see you. Let me see your glory, your beauty, your passion. Give me your desires, not the desires of my heart, but the desires of you. Um, And then, you know, constantly looking to see the beauty of Jesus and the beauty of our God will then flow out into that heavenly wisdom that he talks about before. So I know it doesn't really say prayer
0: there, but it's just... But yeah, I mean, I do think that's what it. You know, you you do saying. not have because you do not ask. Yeah. That's talking about your prayer life. Yeah, for yeah, sure. That's, uh, doesn't you say ask, the word prayer? Right, mm-hmm. but you ask and you do not receive uh, because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions.
1: A lot of times too, this convicted me. <clears throat> what this verse says, and not as, um, and just kind of what Francis Chan was saying, is like uh, a lot of times my. Prayer and I'm not trying to say I'm oh I'm good at praying. No, like a lot of times my prayer is in the right place, but it's misguided. Like sometimes I'm saying, Oh, I'm struggling with this sin. God, give me the strength to overcome it. Right? Give me mm-hmm. let me overcome this. Give me the strength to overcome. Like I, I can't do it alone. I need you. Help me overcome it. Mm-hmm. And that's it's not what God wants. Like we're never mm-hmm. gonna be perfect. We're never gonna overcome the sin. Right? That's mm-hmm. why Jesus had to come and die on the cross. So well, what should I be praying? God like God, let me see your beauty. Like show me, you know, how to love you more. And then yeah. by through that, then you'll start to overcome that sin. Yeah. Yeah. There's gonna be temptations as we saw earlier in James. Yeah. But God, if I'm focused on you and your glory, yep. then it's gonna be a lot easier to overcome.
0: Yeah. We're never tempted beyond what we can bear, but our focus a lot of times is in the wrong place.
4: Yeah. And I think that's easy to do whenever you do pray. Is that it's unfortunately it's easy for you to kinda twist that prayer into something that benefiting you but not necessarily in line with what God may want. And my commentary says it he says says so a helpful question to pose when you pray about something for ourselves is this how will God's program be advanced through the granting of my request and that's and that's i mean shouldn't be difficult to do but it is <laughs> but it is definitely <laughs> difficult to do for you to step back and say what am i what whatever i'm praying for how does that advance God's kingdom mm-hmm. is that something that's just going to advance me yeah and that's what I automatically think will advance God's kingdom or is it, it should be the other way around what advances God's kingdom and then me fall
1: in line to whatever that plan is and that's it's you know. almost like if i were to have a or anybody were to have a conversation with god and be like and he's like you're not doing it right you're All like right. what do you mean i'm not doing it right like i'm doing what like right. i want what you want for me right All like right. you want me to overcome like i like this is what <clears> is in the he's like yeah but you're looking at it wrong right. like he's he's just saying hey focus on me right like turn your turn your eyes away from what the right. sin that you're trying to defeat and focus on me. Right. And by doing so, you will defeat yeah. that sin. Yeah. And it's just yeah. so like, we get so caught up, like yes. you were saying, in mm. how do we do this? How do I do that? Mm. And God's like, you're missing the point. Like, look to me. Like, right. I mean, look at what I've created. Look, right. I mean, I created you. Every breath you take, I hold my hand. So yeah. just
0: focus on me.
1: Right. And yeah. we forget that a lot of times. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, it said, you know, verse 4, <clears throat> it rolls into you adulterous people. With an exclamation point! I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, it's not just a passover statement, but but you know we're seeking things outside of our relationship with God, right? You know we're seeking things that uh, for our own passions, and we sell ourselves on well, this is God's plan for. I mean, I'm seeking <laughs> His plan, but right. we're seeking those things in our passions. Right. Says you, adulterous people. It's like we're seeking outside of God. You know He. It's like he's not fulfilling us or he's not able to give us everything we need. So we're kind of seeking outside Mm. of him to satisfy something within ourselves. Mm. And verse four continues that uh, if you do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. And we're, I mean, on that one, you know, we are not. Calling God an enemy, God is calling us an enemy. Yeah, right. in that when we're when we seek that other stuff, when we, we seek the things of the world,
4: right, or have more of a fear of the world than
0: yeah we have a fear of God. Yeah, I mean right. that's
4: another thing think that, all that affects us all that we're fearful of what people might think or what people might say or whatever. But <clears throat> and I'm definitely guilty of this having that having that having more of a fear of God than I should of mankind or anything of this earth.
0: I don't think we think about fear of God. Like what does that mean? I don't I don't know that we put a lot of thought into that. Yeah. I'm speaking in general terms, not to any one person, but like if we really thought about that, I think we would have Fear. I don't know that we can even fully understand it but right. to have God angry at us or to be separated from God for eternity right. like that should scare every part of our soul yeah
1: yeah it's like you know when you're a kid and they try to teach you the fear of the lord and you're like right. what does that mean i'm right. supposed to i'm not supposed to yeah. be afraid of god yeah. and it's like cuz you know, i mean and it's right you're not supposed mm-hmm. to be afraid of god. we're supposed to come <clears> to him <throat> daily and shouldn't be afraid of that but like at the same time, you got to realize his power and glory and right. holiness, and exactly. yeah. every example you see of when God is shown in the yes. Bible to human, they're terrified. Yes. And half the time, it's not even God Himself; it's angels or Jesus. Like I mean, it's yeah. and so like we should be afraid. Like we don't know how afraid we should be. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: It's yeah. And even though we make God an enemy at times when we're seeking ourselves or seeking things of the world. Verse number six, it says, but he gives more grace. God, but God gives even more grace when we are out here being stupid. When we're humble, uh, and uh, verse number six, therefore it says, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. So when we truly humble ourselves back before him, he continues to give grace even though we have made him an enemy at times. And thank you, God, for that grace. Absolutely.
1: I like uh, verse 7, too, because it kind of goes along the lines of what I was saying earlier. It, submit, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee for you. Mm-hmm. So my prayers are always, God, help me to resist the devil. And he's like, yeah. well, you missed the first part of that verse. <laughs> like, submit to me. Yeah. And <laughs> when you submit to me, that is how you will resist the devil, and that's when he flees from yeah. you.
0: Know? Yeah. A lot of times we want to boss God around. Like, yeah. we want to boss him around, or we yeah. want him on demand. Yeah. Right. To fit what we want, yeah. Yeah. when we want it, how yeah. we want it.
1: And then it goes right back to the verse before it, talking about God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's almost like we do this all the time. We we take verses out of context, but oh, we, yeah. we look at and even if we're not trying to, it's yeah. like we go and like, okay, well, I've done seven. Okay, well, what about six before that? You completely missed that
0: part. <laughs> you know, it's just like right. on demand, God. We want Him, yeah, how we want Him, yeah. I don't that. That part doesn't really pertain to me. That's yeah. for somebody else. But, <laughs> whoo, let's yeah. guard your toes in this episode. Guard your toes.
1: <laughs> Cleanse, your hand. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. It's pretty. The double-minded is a little uh, yeah. hits a little close to home a lot of times. Like, well, isn't it going back to what he was saying about the tongue too? Mm, like, no. with the same tongue, you praise mm-hmm. and curse yeah. at the yep. same time. Same time. Like you. Yep. D- yeah. How can you do two things at once? You idiots. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Double-minded is something we don't want to think about a lot. We kind of deceive ourselves, lie to ourselves. But going right after that, be wretched and mourn and weep, let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. I mean that seems kind of backwards thinking of what we would normally say, you know, like, oh, you know, God is going to Pick us up when we're going through bad times. He's going to carry us. He's going to lift right. us up. And and James is kind of saying the opposite here a little bit. It's going back um, to the Job study. Yeah. Seeing,
1: yeah. Yeah. You know, like Job didn't uh, get exalted right away. Right. Right. <laughs> Everything he wanted and asked for is. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think what James is saying here, one of the points he's kind of bringing across is, turn your laughter into mourning. It's kind of saying don't seek joy in the wrong things if you're happy and you're laughing in it well why is that what is give is it god are you t- praising him in good times and bad times or do you have this happiness and joyfulness because uh you got some money that you weren't expecting or something else happened you know worldly a good positive worldly thing happened well now we're seeking joy outside of God. Right. So I think that's what he's saying be careful what you are getting your fulfillment from. God is the one who can fulfill and who should fulfill. If you're getting that from outside, you need to reevaluate what is what is making you happy. Good. Going on here still in chapter 4 verse 13 Come now you who say today or tomorrow we will go into such a set, spend a year, make trade, make a profit. But we do not know what tomorrow will bring. Uh, Eye-catching a little bit, ear-catching. You know, how do we make plans when we don't even know if we're going to be around tomorrow or not? Yeah,
4: right. Guilty.
0: But I think, you know, it's talking about this passage, talking about boasting and being arrogant later down in the uh, the end of chapter four, and an example I heard was uh, to you all. Tell me, does this seem arrogant? If we were just having this conversation, and I, I said this, does this seem arrogant? Hey guys, I got a I got a new internship, and I in Chicago, so I'm going to be moving to Chicago, uh, and I, I get to I'll be there for the next year. Nope, sounds
1: like a normal conversation.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean that's you know, but. To God, that can be boasting because we're if we're you're, making those, you're already
2: thinking you're going to be there for the whole year. I'm making plan. I could right. be
0: making those plans outside of Him, outside yeah. of His will. <clears throat> yeah, out, you know, and that's that's boasting or that's being arrogant. I'm in control of my life. I, I don't need God to make these plans for me. I'll live for God when I go there, but I'm still going. I mean, that's
1: yeah. I don't think James is saying like the only, like, s- that would be a sin necessarily, but it's like he's saying, hey, check your heart, too. Yeah. Like, right. what you should be th- saying, thinking is, hey, if the Lord wills it, this is what, you yeah. know. Right. And it's not, don't exalt yourself over it, you know. Like, I, I don't think it's necessarily a sin to plan out, you know, to have a plan for what's going to happen in the future, but also don't get arrogant about it, right. you know. Mm-hmm. Like, remember yeah. that God holds your life. There's right. nothing you can do apart from him, so oh. don't forget that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep, and that's exactly what it says a few verses down. You know, your, your life is just a mist. It's going to go by fast, but you ought to say, if the Lord wills, then we will do this or then we will do that. Right. So we're not boasting in our own abilities or plans or anything like that.
4: And that's something that we do all the time.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean,
4: just we just got out of church meeting about missions and everything, and I'm first to say, oh, didn't do it next year. I'll do it next year. I didn't do it this year. I'll do it next year. Just I mean we, we equate just kind of just time as if it's just automatically promised and given to us. And um there's I mean, another that,
0: opportunity rolling around. We do that daily. Yeah. I mean yeah. we
4: just say that daily. Oh, I'll you know, I'll do that next year. Just that we're like promised or guaranteed mm-hmm. time here.
1: Yeah, it's like outside Zach asked me, like, hey, taking I'm taking the CPA exam. And so he asked, Hey, when's your next two tests? And I was like, well, I'm thinking about taking one in August and then the next one in October, mm. and that gives me some time if I don't, you know. And I was, like, mm. going through the plan of my test, and I was thinking back to this, and I was like, well, I am hope I'm not saying <laughs> – like, I hope my heart isn't being arrogant when I'm saying this. Like, right. I think it's okay that I have a plan. Of course. And it's okay that we've – our church has planned missions for yes. the future. Right. But it's like you were saying, don't get – Oh yeah. well, there's always an opportunity. Right. No, there's not always. <laughs> no. <an opportunity. laughs> it's not guaranteed. You know? Well, yeah,
0: it comes back to being submissive to God. Yeah, seeking His plan. Like our plans are His plan, and right. I'm not making my own plans outside of that, or or having being arrogant and, and, you know, that war that's going on inside of me. Whose passion am I giving Am I giving into my own passions and my own desires, or am I? humbling myself, being meek, and laying down the things I want to do to do what God is, is commanding us to do. Um, and, and, and if we're not, then we're not recognizing His sovereignty, you know, and His being the boss over the world, over the universe, over every single detail that we don't even think about or couldn't right. even know about. You know, if we are outside, if the Lord wills this, yeah. then I'll do this. Anything beyond that is just us being arrogant in our own abilities and skills. Sometimes I think too we consider things that other people do to be more arrogant than what we do, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, look how bad that guy is or that mm-hmm. person. Like, look at their attitude. I'm I'm not anywhere close to that bad. I'm yeah. all right. Yeah. But we're still potent yeah. you know that's the being earthly sinful. Wisdom. Yeah, that's the yeah. earthly wisdom. We're still being <laughs> sinful or still being not having our will aligned with God's will, but we're comparing ourselves and and judging ourselves against other people and not against God.
4: I think we talked about that last week with the
0: mm-hmm. plank. Mm-hmm. Plank
4: yeah. in the eye, kind
0: of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got a piece yeah. of sawdust in your eye over there, Ryan. <laughs> got a two by four over here. How do you see that? How do you see that sawdust when you over there holding that thing in your eye? And it's kind of, uh, uh, you know, verse uh, 17 wraps it up in chapter four. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. I say this verse a lot in my head. And most of the time it's over something trivial, like because um, I, I kind of tie it in to treat others the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. So here's here's one one real life example that's super trivial. The toilet paper roll runs out. <laughs> Do I just leave it the empty cardboard tube on there? Or do I take that off, throw it away, and put a fresh roll of toilet paper out?
2: Fano, I think you need to answer this one. <laughs> yeah. Laura's, no. been, Laura's been great. No, She's no. been great. <laughs> Thanks to me, for bringing that up. Yeah. You're a back. I,
0: early <laughs> early <laughs> GPS thought, to God right there. Oh, good, does it? That was not a shot at Fano. And it, that, that is a, a conversation like I have in my own head 2022 or, stuff right there. <laughs> or, or uh, you know, I, I have a, a paper towel, a piece of paper, something like this. I throw it in a trash can and I miss and it goes behind the trash can. Mm. I can just leave that. No one's even gonna see it till they take the trash out and they don't know who did it. I don't have yeah. to pick that up. Yeah. Like I have those are but trivial you, things. Do. I go yeah. pick it up because I hear these these verses in my head, like <laughs> whoever knows what to do and you don't do it, that's a sin. Yeah. Right. So I mean that's something that's I don't think it's trivial. I don't think it necessarily is trivial. But but no. I'm, I'm talking those acts oh, those yeah, seem, yeah. those yeah. actions Seems, yeah. seem seem trivial, right. like, small. Dude, it's just yeah. it's, it's one little piece of paper right. behind the trash can right. or whatever it is. Right. But you know the the I think the sin of neglect is kind of rebelling against God's will. Right. Like when we neglect to do the right thing, even in small things, we're rebelling against God.
1: Right. Yeah, it goes back to what. What is coming from your heart? Like, you know, Mm. it's people aren't going to see necessarily that sin. And, Mm. but it's like, where's your heart at? Is your heart at, well, I mean, I could go get, I just don't, I just don't feel like, well, then that's laziness, you know, and it's check your heart. That's basically what James is saying throughout the whole book. It's like, look, (laughs) you guys don't realize how bad you're being. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Um, and, and chapter five gets into some of that same viewpoint, but I want to wrap up. So, when I joined the, the Army, the Army has uh, um, standards and they have uh, core values, Army values. And, and one of the things is like do the right thing, even when no one else is watching. You know, which is it's they're coming at it from an earthly viewpoint, but it kind of ties into the same thing of do the right thing. You know, the right thing is always the right thing. Yeah, And there is no compromise on that. God's will is always God's will. There is no compromise. So if we well, nobody knows I missed that trash can, but me and God. God still knows. He's yeah. still watching over us For sure. when we're doing something wrong, even if no one else knows it or we think no one else knows it. Yeah. yeah. Sins of commission,
1: the ones we all think mm-hmm. of, and then sins of omission, where we mm-hmm. don't do something that we should do. <laughs> yeah. Whether that be as simple as throwing a trash behind a trash can or not speaking to someone in the yeah. grocery store. That yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. Woo. I told this one was heavy. This one
4: was. Uh, this whole. Old, like we said earlier this old book, man.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Imagine just, being in second grade and trying to take a test over it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Two out of five is looking pretty good right now. I wish I knew the questions oh, just so I could like... Well,
4: that's so good. <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> that would be good to get our hands on that test. It would be. Chapter five, last one of the book of James. Starts out with, uh, Come now, you rich... Weep and howl for the miseries that are coming upon you. That was a, a, who is the rich? Another question I had, who's it talking to? Who's it talking about? Because I think many of us, I, I would <coughs> venture most of us, especially in America, and we know this podcast goes well beyond America, but most civilized, what we call civilized nations, most people in those nations are, are rich by world standards. So I I think we have to be careful that we we can't assume that this verse or this book or or really the whole Bible, but we can't assume it's not talking about me. I mean, I'm not rich. I know people that have way more money than I have, and I see these celebrities and these uh, billionaires and all that. Like, I'm not rich. They're rich. But it's still talking about us. Yeah, I think
1: the statistic is like top 10% in the world is like 30,000 in the world. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's that's below the poverty line in America. Yeah. So it's like what our poverty is is top 10% rich in the world. So yeah. it's it's a whole perspective that we don't even look yeah. at. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, it's like going back to the video in church tonight, we had a missions meeting, and they showed a video of these wells that we've um, paid for to um, build in Africa in a city that is about to get one, or not a city, I guess. It's a tribe. A it's village. village, yeah, yeah is yeah. about to get one. And the water that they had <laughs> were, had to be... they, I mean, they had to scoop it out of a huge mud pit, basically, uh-huh. with this huge bowl, and then take that bowl, let the dirt and mud settle, and then scoop from the top. And then they showed us that bowl, and it was still dirty. And it's uh-huh. like, that is... Something that we can't even...
2: And I'm going to turn around and not drink all this and throw the rest (laughs) of it away (laughs) in the trash can,
1: you know? Yeah. And then that goes back to the verse before it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like this book connects. uh, Yeah, it is. There's a little bit of truth in here or something. Common theme throughout. Verse number three, your gold and silver have corroded. Their corrosion will be evidence Uh against you and will eat your flesh like fire. All of our stuff is going to be evidence against, like the stuff we own, the stuff we hoard, the stuff we collect. Uh, it's going to be evidence against us, and absolutely goes back to verse seventeen, four, uh, chapter four, verse seventeen. We know these things. We know uh, there are poor and impoverished people in the world, some in our neighborhoods, in our towns, in our cities, but for sure in other parts of the world, other countries. But I'm still collecting my stuff. You know, my garage is still full of stuff I'd never use, but I'm not going to throw that away. That's mine, you know. Right. Uh, I'm spending my money on whatever I happen to spend it on that's going to, I'm going to use and throw away, or it's uh, entertainment for a couple hours and then I never have that back or what. Like, we justify things in our own minds um, through self indulgence, you know, kind of the, God wants me to have good things. Like, he doesn't want to do bad against me. Uh, But, you know, that's where we're tuning into earthly voices Mm. and letting them drown out God's voice.
1: My thinking kind of goes to, you know, when Jesus talks about the um, master who gives his servants, you know, money Mm. and asks them to bring back, and then he gets mad at the one that didn't invest and he, return more yeah, than he buried he it. Right, which it's like, well, if you read this, it's like, well, maybe burying it is what, I mean, I shouldn't be going out and trying to earn so much money, so much mm-hmm. more, right? But it's like, it's, once again, I'm going to say it again, I'm getting kind of repetitive, but it's where your heart is at the, in these. If mm-hmm. I'm going out to gain more and more and more and more for me, 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 then that's mm-hmm. a problem. But if I'm working hard and doing what the Lord has given me and using these talents and gain earning a living that way, and my living might be more than someone else's. Mm-hmm. But it's where is my heart at in that living? I right. should now, because he's okay. given me this and he's blessed me with this, therefore I should go and, you know, be generous to others and right. s- not hoard it, keep yes. it to myself. Store it up.
0: How are we using our talents? Yeah. And what, you know, in that in that example of that parable, the guy buried it and then the boss came back and he's like, look, I, I know you collect uh you reap where you do not sow and all that kind of stuff. So I didn't lose any money for you. And he, mm. the boss gets mad, but he's like, you knew my will. You knew the things I mm. do. You know what I'm about. And you didn't do those things. You could have just done something as easy as put it in the bank, get interest, yeah. but you didn't. You yeah. you chose your path, your desires, yeah. your plan right. when you should have chosen the master's plan. Yeah.
4: Also recognizing where those blessings, like like Todd said, where your heart is, where those where they come from, mm-hmm. and whose it is. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's not yours. I said that earlier. Yeah, I mean it's 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 not ours. It's 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 his, and we're guilty a lot of just getting stuff and saying just because I have it, and I spend it on whatever, you know. That's God's will. Yeah, <laughs> but. but that, so yeah. we have to start with the backwards, the uh, four, chapter five. I know we're in chapter five, but chapter four, verse seven, like I said, submit to God. Mm-hmm. That has to be first. That submission has to come first. Yeah. And that's the part that we, me, yeah. consistently
0: overlooks. Chapter five, verse five, it talks about, you know, you're living in luxury and self indulgence. You're worried about yourself, you're not worried about others. And I think part of the thing that we have to be careful with, too, is, like, we can't be legalistic with it and be like, well, you know, if I spend this much on something, I mean, I think I'm good with that. You know, as long as I don't spend over $20,000 on a new car, like, I'm not being luxurious. That's just what cars cost now, you know. uh, But that's, like, we can't put earthly uh, boundaries on stuff like Mm. that. Like, we got to be listening to what God is telling, because God may tell you something that makes no sense in the world if you're seeking him truly. And, like, you know, you may have to sell your house, or you may have to do something and, and, you know, downsize to something that's uncomfortable for you. Um, But if that's what God's telling you to do and you don't do it, well, now you're following your will, and that's being the self-indulgent. But, I mean, being legalistic with it is, I think, easy for us. Because, well, you know, if I don't spend over this much, I'm doing good. Right. Or, or whatever.
4: Like God talks about waiting, waiting on the Lord.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Chapters like seven. Yeah. Seven and eight. Being patient. Yeah, All, ver- all mm-hmm. good reminders.
0: Verse seven be patient <clears throat> until the coming of the Lord. Talks about the farmer having to be patient with the fruit of the earth until it until it comes in. But I mean, we that we want suffering and stuff to end immediately we want that instant gratification and Mm. things are hard let's let's change the circumstances right now let's move on to something Mm. else get out of this pain but
2: i got this section highlighted i got to read
0: this one over and over and over again because i have zero patience (laughs) establish your hearts this is verse number eight establish your hearts for the coming of the lord is at hand do not grumble against one another going back to that tongue hard to tame do not grumble against one another so that you may not be judged. The judge is standing at the door. And that's kind of going back to God watching us. He sees us, you know, uh, not only our actions and hears our words, but he knows the, the intention and the motive and the attitude behind those. Because he's wa- I mean, God is watching us himself. It's not like he's... Got uh, you know a, a liaison appointed <laughs> over us or something. He's he's seeing it firsthand, and when we right. grumble or, uh, or get mad, that you know it's he he sees that, mm-hmm. and it's crazy how sometimes we grumble or get mad with like a family member, or a spouse, or you know the people closest to us when they had nothing to do with it. Somebody at work made us mad, or mm-hmm. somebody uh, driving home cut us off and made us mad. Now we're mad, and we go take it out on a spouse or a kid Kids, or a, yeah. a, a friend yeah. or something that had nothing to do with those actions, but we're perpetrating that, that anger and that, uh, worldly, uh, stuff misuse of that tongue mm-hmm. above all. This is verse number 12, but above, above all brothers do not swear either by heaven or earth or any other oath, but let your yes, be your yes. And your no be your no. So that you may not fall under condemnation. That's a, a, a not a worldly value. <laughs> we give answers a lot of times with caveats mm. or, or you know conditions. It's a yes as long as this happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Which I feel like also kind of comes back to being selfish. It's mm-hmm. a yes as long as this happens because that other part that has to happen is something that's going to benefit me. Yes. Yeah.
0: In verse number uh, 12, to, you know, a way we may say that would be, you know, if I'm lying right now, may God strike me down, or may God curse me, or may <laughs> God do... Like, that is so dangerous, such a dangerous thing. We talked about, uh, you know... That's someone without fear. The ang- like yeah. the, the fear of God that we yeah, don't know. Like, exactly. We're making God small. That's the on-demand God who's going to do just what I want Him to do. Yeah. You know, I mean, that is... Like we shouldn't even be messing with that, joking or not, because that's. I mean, if you think about it, that's pretty scary. Like, let God strike me down. Let Him do whatever. Let Him curse me. Uh, when we did the Job study, Job wasn't too happy with the cur- curses, <laughs> and those were those were worldly curses. Those were curses from Satan or conditions from Satan, right? That wasn't even God striking His hand against Job, right? Uh, like that. Yeah, that's. We we don't we don't want to fall under the condemnation of God, right? No, uh, but God actually, I mean, like like we just said, God hears those things. He hears when we say that, and like we take it so flippant, the on demand God, and here's what's going to happen. No. Uh, but I mean, just let your yes be, let your talk stand on its own. Yes is yes, no is no. Doesn't need to be conditions. We don't need to, you know, swear by. Heaven, or or swear by God, or anything like that. Just, yeah. You know, let your let, like my word is my bond. Let your word have some meaning and depth behind it. We're kind of at the end. We're going to wrap it up here over the next few minutes. This has been a, it's a, it's been a biggie. It's been a heavy. It's a two part episode, and we we almost broke it up into three parts, but uh, uh, we we thought we're going to hit the highlights. We want you to go back and dig into this more. Be honest with yourself. Ask questions of, what am I doing? What's my attitude? All these kind of things as you go back and read through the book of James and other books of the Bible. But, uh, you know, it's not, the book of James is not a book of antidotes. It's really about having a deep relationship with God if we're being honest with ourselves and and looking um, at our lives and how do our lives line up with God's will. Verse number 13 Is any among you suffering? Let them pray. Is anybody cheerful? Let them sing praise. Uh, Is anybody sick? Let them pray. Whatever is going on, you need to be praying. Your first response should always be God. I want to praise him in good times, I want to uh, seek him in bad times. I want everything to be about God. That's where my focus should be. Correct. Talks about sick people calling on the, you know, if you're sick, call the elders to come and pray over you. Something that stuck out to me on that one was, you can't expect them to know everything that's going on with you. You have to reach out to them, seek help, let others come and help you. Uh, others that are like-minded and seeking God, let them pray over you. Just don't assume that they're going to be pacing around, waiting on you hand and foot and that kind of thing. You kind of you
1: have you need to reach out to them. I like sixteen. Therefore conve- confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed and restored not that that you'll be judged or you should judge the person who's confessing these no, sins to yeah. you and no <clears throat> pray for them so that they may be healed and restored because a lot of times we pray oh god you know pray for he's struggling with that you mm-hmm. know it's like no that's not a that's not pray pray so that he will be healed and restored mm-hmm. and I don't know that. I feel like sometimes we, a lot of the times, we just get so caught up in, like you were saying, judgment of sins, mm-hmm. and um,
0: and God's like, no, it's all bad. Yeah, and all, and yeah. we all sin. Yeah, we all mm-hmm. sin. We we want to make that comparison. Well, I'm not. I'm not as bad as this. Did, did you hear what he just said? Like, I'm, <laughs> but yeah, my my bad thought or or bad word or whatever I said. 10 minutes ago, it's the same sin, like sin is sin in God's eyes. Yes. And it's not to right. say that even it's all bad. Like, it still gives
1: us the challenge, like, hey, confess your sins. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, you've sinned. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you've done wrong in the sight of the Lord. So confess yeah. it. You know, yeah. it's.
0: Well, there's strength in numbers. Whether you're doing something bad or something good, the more of you there are, the more you can hold each other accountable, mm-hmm. help each other. You know, if you're all focused on God and getting closer to Him, well, yeah, confessing your sins to God and then to others is going to, you know, they can keep you accountable. They can help you when you struggle. They're going to help you to get away from temptation, turn your focus to God when something comes around. But they can't do that if they don't know you're struggling, which goes back to the you have to reach out to others. And then it talks about right after what Ty was reading, uh, talks about Elijah praying and, you know, Elijah um, called down fire from heaven, prayed and called down fire from heaven. He prayed and rain stopped uh, for years and all this stuff. But he says, Elijah had a nature just like us. Elijah, this is uh, verse 17. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. He was exactly the same as us, except he was lining his will up to God. And look at the power he had when he prayed we have that same exact thing if we're in the same relationship with God. Yeah. But I think it was last week maybe we talked about we'll pray for something, and, uh, like, I'm doubting it before I even start to pray. Like, I know this isn't going to happen, but I'm going to say these words to you, God. I don't believe you're going to do it. Already lost.
1: It's like just in case. I'm going to include this
0: just in case. Already lost before I even started. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of times we have <coughs> heroes of the Bible, you know, Elijah or David or Moses, all these, like, they're people. Yeah. They're created in, in the image of God, and so are we. Their nature is the same as our nature. They're no different. But do we have the type of faith they had?
1: It's reference to faith of a mustard seed. They they, move yeah. mountains. Mm.
0: exactly. Verse 19, this wraps it up. 19 and 20, my brothers, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. God can be using you to change someone else's eternal destiny. And that's a lot of responsibility for each of us which ties all back into the rest, you know, everything else we've been talking about, taming the tongue, having the correct attitude, not being selfish and arrogant, uh, having a, a faith like Elijah had to be able to... There, that, That's a big difference, too. Like, Elijah wasn't commanding God to rain down fire or stop the rain, you know. that That's a... We want the on-demand God where we kind of command His actions. Elijah what didn't have that type of attitude? Like we have to believe we have that power to change someone's eternal destiny, and it's not power coming from us; it's God working through us. But we have to believe God can work through us. He's going right. to do. He's going to perform actions through us. And a lot of times that little doubt monster gets in there. What do they say? You guys ever heard like one? Uh, one teaspoon of oil can ruin like an entire ship's water supply, like fresh water supply, Mm -mm. one drop or one teaspoon or something like that. So it's like thousands and thousands and thousands of gallons of water on like a Navy ship, right? Yeah. Their fresh water supply that's got to get them through their entire, however many months they're going to be out at sea. And like one teaspoon of oil can ruin that entire batch of water. Wow. And that, like, one little bitty piece of doubt can ruin our entire faith walk in that moment.
1: I think 19 and 20 kind of remind me of, it's not exactly the same thing, but, like, when Jesus on the cross and the thief on the cross comes, and he asks for forgiveness, Mm -hmm. and it says, um, obviously, this is talking about turning a sinner from the error of his ways, so... um, but he recognized that he was a sinner and turned from the airways, and, and it says, uh, My brothers and sisters, if any one of you strays from the truth and falls in error and one turns him back, let the one know that the one who has turned the sinner from the airways will save that one's soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. So it's saying, like, you know, his confession to Jesus right there in Jesus' prayer, it's like that, you, I'll see you in heaven. Like mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, you're pardoned for all the sins that you
0: committed before. A lifetime of sin, his yeah. entire life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lifetime is today. You'll be with me in heaven.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And I mean, we have that same power through, through Jesus, through God, God working through us, not me. I can't even save myself, much less anybody else, but I can be an instrument for God and he will strengthen me with whatever I need in that moment.
4: Just a good reminder to not sit by and watch somebody that's, backslidden or anything mm-hmm. so lift them up come
0: alongside them and it goes back to what ty said like you have to take the action even if you don't know the person take that if you hear god speaking like don't ignore it don't try and push it down and be ah like, oh, can't do that today man i'm late for a meeting all this like we're always going to be able to come up with an excuse if we want to yeah
4: or but, leave it for someone else leave, to do
0: oh yeah that's yeah
4: because back to the time thing we're not not promised anything. Mm,
0: exactly. <clears throat> well, that's the book of James, the highlights and cliff notes. And, uh, you can unpack this so much stuff in here. Like we said last week, you can read 10 verses a day for many, many days and reflect on them and, um, uh, spend a whole bunch of time. Let God speak to you through it. We hope you, uh, get a little something, a little highlights and that you maybe take one of those and go back and, Pray about it, read about it, study about it some more with God, and let him speak to you some more. We all need to do that because we, you know, we, again, going back to our own will and the our own passions waging war within mm-hmm. us, we need to lay those aside and let God work in us. We need to seek him and joy hard times, bad times, good times, great times we need to be seeking God. I guess we'll wrap up with the Bible verse. Somebody want to pull one from the book of James, or y'all got something else?
1: I can almost quote all of 1 Corinthians 13. Still on still on 12, but we're getting there.
0: <laughs> well, if nothing else is jumping out to you guys, I'm going to go with James chapter 4 verse 17 because it sticks out in my mind a lot. So whatever or I'm sorry, sticks out in my mind so much I can't even read it correctly. <laughs> So, whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. So, God's always watching, can't get away from it. Yeah. We need to be seeking him, not ourselves. That was good. We brought the fire with the hot Cheetos. We brought the fire with the book of James. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got.
4: Yeah, man. It's a good one. Thanks, Ty.
0: No problem. Yep.
4: Thanks
2: for joining us. Thanks for Be in person man.
0: instead of on the phone. That's for sure, man. Well, we don't know who we'll have in person next week. It might be Ty again. He might might come back. We don't know. But uh <laughs> we want you to come back because we'll have another great episode for you. We love you. God loves you more. We'll see you then.
1: Ooh, it's one of the greatest feelings ever, is taking those off your head. <laughs>
2: I have acid, not acid reflux. What is it? Uh, oh, crap. Like heartburn or whatever from that stupid Cheeto. <laughs> I'm getting old.
4: Heartburn? It's not good, right? Yeah. Thank you for listening to GPS to God. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe wherever you happen to listen or watch.
3: And don't forget to turn on the notifications so you know when new episodes air.